Welcome again to the GearYourGirl.com podcast. This is Adrian Harvey with Chad Eldridge, and we have a very special guest today. Chris Flores is calling in from Mountainside, New Jersey. He is a master instructor for Animal Flow. We're going to hear about that, and we're going to make him talk about books, too. So uh, it's Reading Rainbow. Butterfly in the sky, I can go twice as high. Take a look, it's in a book, Reading Rainbow. <laughs> I had to put that there. Well, thanks for, thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about some Reading Rainbow stuff, or Reading Fundamental. Whatever you guys want to chat about, I'm down. Awesome. So since you're calling in, we'll let you go first. Um, like, What two books are you reading right now? Uh, currently, I'm reading Simon Sinek's Leaders Eat Last, so that's that's what I'm really focusing on now. I got some leadership presentations coming up, so I went to Barnes and Nobles as I do often, and just bought everything I can find on leadership to basically hone your craft. The, the most embarrassing thing I think as a presenter is if you get on stage and talk about a topic, and someone raises their hands, "Hey, have you read such and such?" And you're like, "Ah, oh, no, I haven't," and then you feel like an idiot. So uh, it's, it's been my thing. If I'm going to talk about a topic, I want to make sure I've researched it thoroughly and I'm ready to rock when I get up there. Oh, totally. That's a pretty hot author. I'm trying to remember, what else has he written? Uh, I actually just finished another one, Start With Why. Yes. Okay, because I read that recently. I'm like, why does that name sound... And I think I have Leaders Eat Last. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his stuff is amazing. And I actually got introduced to him about four years ago because of a TED Talk. Okay. And I've watched his TED Talks. You know, when I drive in the car, I tend to just listen to TED Talks or, or something along those lines. And I heard him speak there. And I'm like, oh, I got to get his book. And I never got it until recently. And I'm, I'm psyched I did. Yeah, it's definitely a great book. I read that actually a couple months ago. Now, um, since you're you're... A animal flow master instructor, um, and you probably find yourself, you know, presenting a lot and in leadership roles. Um, you know, what do you like to bring to that um, when you're instructing? Uh, when I'm teaching, I think that you know, as far as as being a teacher, I think the the number one thing of presenting or teaching or anything is it's kind of as Simon's book goes, start with why. It's like, why are you up there? Like, what's your purpose of being there? And I feel like oftentimes a lot of instructors or people are they're there chasing a the paycheck. And they're not really trying to pour into the students. So one of the things with Animal Flow we like to do is when we start a course, I want to know what everybody wants to get out of it. Like, what's your expectation of being here today or for the weekend? And then gear the class towards them. Because at the end of the day, the information is the information. And yes, we have to get you certain content. But if it doesn't resonate with them, like you don't make it personal, then people immediately shut off and it becomes another cert they put on their wall. Like, yeah, I took that. No big deal. But if you can get them to attach emotionally to the content, then it, it resonates with them. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, that was a great experience. And that's what you're really trying to give to them. So as far as like leadership and, and what you try to bring in, I'm trying to bring that to the people so they're excited about whatever it is you're talking about, whether it's physics or math or English or animal flow or SMS or whatever you're teaching, you want to deliver that content and get that emotional connection with your audience. So that's what I always try and focus on. That's Excellent. awesome. That's very good. Yeah, because I've been to a couple things I've taken, and it's like you can just tell the person's is up there just for the, the money, not really for the actual caring about what people take. So that's, that's a great thing to hear. Yeah, they're, all, they're also like spewing information out, and sometimes you're talking over people. Like, you know, the worst thing is sitting in a, in a seminar, and I know you guys have been to countless certs. I mean, I have tons of them there in like a folder somewhere I don't even remember taking. And uh, at, th at this point, you know, it's been so many years. And then, you know, the person's just talking at you the whole time. And it's like, you know, 10 hours of someone talking at you. You're like, all right, enough, bro. Like, you haven't even asked me what I want. 
You know, you're just telling me a bunch of information instead of giving me the, the pearls of wisdom that I'm looking for. Oh, and especially just reading off the PowerPoint is always a fun one, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the other thing is, how can we use this information? So it's like when you know what someone wants from the information, it's so much easier to kind of guide them to ways they can apply it. And, you know, for instance, like this podcast, I, uh, I made Chad meet up with me over this past week and it's like, Hey, you know, what is the purpose of this podcast? You know, what do you want out of it? Just to make sure that we're all, you know, on the same level, we're going to be renaming, um, well, technically like the gear, your girl podcast will keep going, you know, in its usual limited fashion. Um, but we're, we're currently figuring out uh, a little bit of a rebrand. Uh, with Chad and I doing a co-host thing um, under a different name. So uh, we, I haven't mentioned this to him yet, but I'm almost thinking about running a contest. But the main thing is, is why? Yeah, it's like, what, what are we trying to do? What are we trying to say? Who are we talking to? How can they use this information? What are we trying to accomplish? And how do we make this dang thing support itself at the same time? Exactly. I, I think you touched upon a great point because as far as applying the information, and that's one thing that they say, you know, knowledge is power, but that's not really true. It's the application of it. And if you give people a bunch of knowledge, but they don't know, like one of the things when I teach animal flow, it's like, here's a move. Here's how you can use it with elderly clients. Here's how you can use it in your session with young athletes. Here's how you can use it in rehab. And then you'll see people like frantically writing down because it's like, all right, well, I, now I know how I can use it as opposed to here's a ton of moves. I don't know where they go in your program. I'm just going to make a bunch of stuff up and then, you know, hopefully you use it. So, you know, you really want to resonate with them. And I think the same with your audience, like what do they want to get out of it? How can they use the information you're giving them through your channel or vessel to help them what they're going to do Monday morning, let's say. Exactly. Yeah. That's when you know you'd have a good, uh, a good product when you can actually take it and use it the next day. Cause uh, most of the time it's like, okay, I just learned all this stuff. Uh, now I got to study it all over again. Yeah, exactly. Just, just getting a bunch of stuff out there. And you actually, did you just recently take a FRC? No, it's, it's funny. I haven't actually taken the FRC. I've just been stalking Spina and Dewey for about a year or two. I wanted to take it. It was in, um, it was at Don's place in New York city. But, you know, just to, taking weekends off of work is really tough, so I just didn't have the availability. But I, I'm dying. I'm hoping January. That's my goal. But I've watched the stuff and talked to people who've taken it and taken some gems away. The, the shoulder cars and hip cars and all that stuff has been phenomenal in my rehab with athletes. Uh, so that's been, it's been a huge thing. I'm excited for that cert, hopefully soon. Yeah, because I'm actually taking it uh, next weekend in Onnit at the Onnit Academy. So I'm pretty pumped, uh, pretty pumped to he head out to there. You, have you been there already or no? No, I have not, and I'm uh, I'm psyched. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm excited to go. Mike told me about it. And he said it's just like a playground of amazingness. So I'm excited. Hopefully, one day get the opportunity to be there. So for those of us that aren't taking the cert, can you tell us the letters again and what they stand for? <laughs> uh, so it's a uh, functional range conditioning. Cool. So that's FRC stands for, and it's basically just movements and things you can do to to make it so your joints actually act and move like joints. So and it just turns into some. It's one of those things where, you know, using it, I've noticed that you're almost dissociating the joints from each other and then learning how to control each one individually and then bring them back globally and how they communicate as a whole unit. So it's really, you know, especially for rehab or people who have impingement somewhere and just can't figure out what's going on, 
it's, I mean, it's worked wonders for myself. Uh, I had a hip issue and that was just like doing, you know, some of the moves just really opening up and had increased my movement. Oh yeah. And it's also when it when done correctly, it just looks beautiful. Like Dewey Nelson, his freaking videos he posts, I'm just like <laughs> in awe. Cool. Yeah. Gonna have to check that out. That's pretty neat. Definitely. Cool. All right. So are you reading anything else right now? Um, right now it's, it's just been that and I've been listening to more so than reading right now, uh, Wayne Dyer stuff. Uh, Wayne Dyer does a lot of talk a lot of spiritual connections and, and things of that nature. And I feel like one of the biggest components of fitness, you know, and we, we all do the physical stuff, right? Everyone knows how to squat, bench press, uh, move and everything else. And there's so much research on the physical, but not many people are really focused on the mental aspect of training. And I feel like if you can change the mindset of your, your athletes or your clients, that's really more impactful in their everyday life. You know, yeah, it's important to, to be able to sit properly and reach and bend and twist and move, but it's also more important to think and make sure you're feeding your subconscious more information that's positive, that's going to help you just in general with everyday life skills. So I've been looking at a lot of his stuff. I ordered some books and, you know, as time comes on, I'll be able to, to dive into those more so, but you know, over the past couple of years, my stuff has been more reading on mindset and, and different kind of challenges for my athletes as well as my general population clients. Cool. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, probably, I'm trying to think when the actual release date is for it, but there's a new book coming out from my friend Logan Christopher, and Dragon Door's putting it out. Okay. Um, the book is called Mental Muscle, and it's very cool. Uh, it's a lot of his own personal strategies for, you know, almost going you know, beyond what you would think is physically possible. He's like a modern day renaissance man, strong man, pulls things with his hair. It's, <laughs> it's pretty wild. He's, he's a cool guy. But, it, you know, it delves into a little bit of NLP, a little bit of um, almost hypnosis, a self-hypnosis mm -hmm. type of thing, um, which sounds a lot weirder than it is. Um, right. You know, all that stuff always sounds weirder than, than what it is in actual practice. But something that he and I actually did after a cert, I, I'd been, you know, helping teach for three days. So I was completely worn out. But he's like, mm -hmm. oh, hey, you know, check out this, this visualization um, exercise with me. I said, all right. And, uh, yeah, I, I ended up setting a PR for handstand push-ups at the time. Nice. And small feet. And, uh, you oh. know, I did a more reps than uh, I thought physically possible at the moment. And uh, the reason was he was not focusing on, oh, well, you got to visualize it. Well, yeah, we all get that. But this was right. how to visualize it and how to kind of uh, tune up certain aspects of it. And he details that entire process in his book. So uh, you'd probably be interested in that. Definitely. Yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a huge point as far as, you know, everyone says, and one of the things I do a mental toughness presentation, one of the things we talk about is there's always people say, oh, relax, calm down, calm down, visualize, do this, do that. But they don't give you steps on how to get it done. That's like me going up to somebody like a five-year-old and say, hey, read this book. And it's like Shakespeare. They don't know what the heck to do. Like, how do I break it down? What is the sentence? What is a paragraph means? And we do the same with movement. You know, tell someone, I'll go do a muscle up. Yeah, it's cool to watch it on YouTube. It's another thing to actually break it down so someone can digest it and give them steps where they can understand it. And I think with mental toughness it's, or mental muscle, it's going to be probably one of those things that can give you exact tools on here's something you can visualize to achieve that goal. Before we let you go, um, you had mentioned you have a book club going on where you guys mm -hmm. are doing like a group reading thing. That's 
that's kind of a model I've been considering personally, but uh, can you kind of let us know how, how that works and, you know, can people participate from a distance or are they local or what's going on with your book club, I guess? It, right now, the book club is stagnant, to be honest. Um, the way it was trying to, we're trying to make it work is so it's more of an online thing where it can be on Facebook and like a Facebook group. So, hey, we're reading a book this month and every two weeks we'll meet online and then just fire questions at each other. Like, hey, in chapter three, did you notice XYZ happen and what did you feel about it? And kind of make it an open forum. I do want to have it so people can come to like actual location but also have a laptop there so people can, we can live almost communicate. I'm looking, I haven't really done much of Google Hangout, but someone mentioned that to me. So when we relaunch it, hopefully uh, October, November time and get it going again, that I want to have that uh, available to, to have people in Google Hangout or whatever. And so we, you know, I don't want to exclude anybody. I have a friend in Ireland who wants to be part of it. And I'm like, all right, I keep sending her books to read, but you know, it's different when you have someone to hold you accountable to actually get it done. I mean, I, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be interested in joining. I'll be part of your book club. Yeah. So Chris, how can people get in touch with you, um, look at the book club, etc.? Well, get in touch with me is easy. I'm online all the time. So a fa our Facebook group, uh, named Chris Flo, F-L-O, um, via our website is flowfitnessbh.com, letter B, letter H.com. And it stands for Brawl House, which is where our, our company is located. Uh, on Instagram, flow underscore fitness, and Twitter, flow underscore fitness. And I'm always around, always online, always posting stuff. And if people ask questions, I get back really soon. So if you have a question, you can also email flowfitness at gmail, and I'll send you a reply back and a lot of fun stuff. Excellent, Chris. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I, I have a feeling that you'll probably be on here again at some point. I'd be excited. I'm a, this is awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much, Chris. We'll see you later. See you later, Chris. All right. All right. Talk to you guys soon. So that was uh, Chris Flores we were talking to um, from Flow Fitness up in Mountainside, New Jersey. And definitely check out his website, his Instagram. I haven't added him on Instagram yet, but I can't wait to because Chad's yeah. over here nodding again, so I know there's cool stuff. Yeah, he's a good guy. Definitely check his stuff out. Now, how do you know him? Uh, we were, I mean, I came about him because we have a mutual friend named Veronica from okay. New Jersey, and uh, I've heard her just mention the name a lot, and, uh, and about from Animal Flow, so then I just kind of found him on Facebook, and uh, yeah, so we're Facebook friends. That's one of those, one of those friends that you really never met in yeah, person, yeah. but now after talking to him, it's, I might have to take a, a gander up to New Jersey to go, uh, to go hang out at the Brawl House. Totally. You go up there and do a cert or something or just hang out. Yeah. Any excuse to go on an airplane. People who know me know it does not take much. Any excuse to travel. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So um, we were supposed to be talking about books today and I told Chad originally, hey, let's pick three books each. And then we decided to have a call in um, guest, which is great. And so, oh, no okay just two books like get over here and um there's this like stack of books <laughs> like it looks like chad has chosen two so why don't you go ahead and tell us what you chose and why oh i mean it was it was a difficult uh difficult task because it's like find some books and then for me like books it's always it always just depends like what time like sometimes i like, go oh, what's your favorite book it's like well what's going on in my life at this time what's i mean there's really no favorite there's so many different things and you know points that can come out but uh, you know right now in this life you know I started a new business so a lot of self-reflection a lot of this going on so actually the first book I've got it's called The Way of the Superior Man uh, it's by David Dita 
uh, it was actually recommended to me by a friend, Jose. Uh, okay. Like he said, you know, it's, you got to read this book. And I was like, all right, went home, bought it. And it's just, uh, I mean, it covers, it's called, you know, it's a spiritual guide to mastering the challenges of women, work, and sexual desire. Huh. I know the title sounds like, oh, you know, just about women and sex, but uh, it actually has a lot more undertones and things going on. And it's, it was just a real awesome book in terms of like looking at yourself and then also just bettering yourself in relationships and also right. just change. Like one of the aspects it talks about is being able to, you know, being at one point of your life, you know, you may get stagnant or bored, but, right. you know, being able to make that change and knowing that there may be multiple times in your life that that happens, I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I can actually see because I've, I've had quite a share of different jobs and, uh, you know, points in my life where I was like, I'm focused on this and focused on that. So it was a, definitely a, an easy read as well. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, some people, it, it takes a certain type of person probably to read it because, uh, I mean, some people might go, oh, wow, that's very offensive, but you can't really offend me, so... Uh-oh, um, I hear a challenge! Yeah, so yeah, to challenge it up. But also, I mean, that it's not just for men, too. Like, women can read it, and they can pull out whatever types of, you know, messages and stuff from it. Cool. But, uh, yeah, so I definitely I recommend that. Well, like, how many book? I mean, obviously... Did you add all those markers? I did add all these markers. Um, wow. I, I'm one of those people, too, when it comes to reading, like... I go crazy. I go marker crazy. And it's like, sometimes I have multiples on one page. And I'm like, I don't know if it's an OCD thing. I'm like, I got to mark, mark it up. But well, they color, I mean, I, there's, you, it, there's no, I just, whatever oh, color okay. I picked out, I've, gotcha. I could probably come up with a reason for it. But uh, I mean, yeah, there was just some good take home messages. And it's, it's one of those things I was like, oh, let me mark this. Uh, oh. Because I'm definitely, it's definitely one of those books that I'm going to come back to and probably read again, um, you know, at right. some point. The next, the next book that I have, uh, actually, I'm going to pick this one. It's called Relentless uh, by Tim Grover, and it's actually Michael Jordan's trainer. That's who Tim Grover wow. is. So it's just a book about, you know, from good to great to unstoppable is like the other part of the title. But it's one of those things, it's just like, I don't know, it's one of those books you read, it just pumps you up for some reason. Like, I, I've read it. And I end up sending it to uh, to my friends as well. Oh wow! Because um, I was like, okay, yeah, this is definitely a book to you know to, to read. Right. Um, but like, it's one of those things. The same thing. It's like starting a new business. Da da da. Like I was like, okay, let's let's get to work. And uh -huh. definitely, it's one of those. It gets you that mental mm -hmm. mental toughness, the mental attitude. But mm -hmm. I mean, it also talks about you know Jordan as well. Like and how, how yeah. some of his things I would have never even realized, and you know how you know. He just he takes it to a whole different level, and it has a lot of the trainer, like the athletes and stuff he trains. But it's just one of those books. Once again, easy read. Right. But he's cocky as hell, which I kind of, I tend <laughs> I tend I tend to like. Um, right. And it's one of those like like if you want a book, to just okay, I'm going through some stuff, or hey, let's let's get pumped up. It's definitely one of those books um, cool. to check out. Very cool. You know, it's interesting what you said, um, and we've also been listening to a variety of podcasts to like figure out how we can make the best possible podcasts um, just in general. And one of the questions that I always like that Tim Ferriss asks a guest is, what books have you given as a gift? And, you know, that's a different question than what are you reading right now or what book do you recommend? But it's like, what book do you like so much and that you think is so meaningful that you're willing to buy copies of it and give away, you know, to, to people in your life who you care about? So... I mean, and plus with that, I mean, I think the, a book is like one of the best gifts in general because mm -hmm. you can always go back to it at certain points in your life and each time you read it, it can have a different meaning or you pick out different things and 
like you can buy somebody, oh, here's a gift card or here's a piece of clothing. That may go out of style, but like right. a good book, a good movie, a good song is one of those things that like if you're going through, you can always go to that certain page and, you know, self-reflect or, or hell, you know, if it's a you know comedy or whatever, like we were talking how we both love comedies. It's like, hey, if it's a good, you know, book or a good movie, mm-hmm. if you're going, you know, having a bad day, you can pop it in and bam, automatic, like, um, so that's one of the things I've started to give books as gifts a mm-hmm. lot more often now just because they can have a huge impact in somebody's life but also it's like you can always go back to it and it ha- it'll have a different meaning so it's like yeah. almost like reading a, a new book all over again oh totally and then you've got somebody you can discuss it with which yeah. is a real gift yeah and you know as for comedy if it wasn't for stand up comedy I don't think any of my laundry would be folded and none of the, the dishes would ever get washed <laughs> so comedy is a powerful force in my life yes <laughs> as in mine yeah, it's a good thing. All right, so um, I've chosen a couple of books. The first one is out of print, and it's ancient, and it's got some pretty amusing pictures. But this past weekend, or week, uh, would have been Friday, um, we had a, a new article uh, go live on dragondoor.com from our old friend Dan John, Master RKC Dan John, and he gives this great article that you should totally check out and uh, I'll put the link below but this book he was describing the article and it just sounded too fun and too funny and I love vintage books but it is bodybuilding and self-defense by Miles Callum now this isn't like you know bodybuilding as it is today this is a bunch of you know athletes basically they look like either college age or high school age athlete guys and it's very practical information and what struck me so much about this book is how relevant this information still is um, even though their outfits are probably not to be mimicked by um, any of the guys I know Actually, please I, don't. I went out and purchased a pair of those. Uh, Where from? <laughs> Online they're, they're no longer being made. Okay, so if you see Chad, you know, you see some guy running around Park Ave in a, in a man bikini, you'll know who that is. That's Chad. Stop and say hi if you want. Um, anyway, but uh, all of these exercises are, most of them are things that I'm already doing or my clients and I are doing together. Um, you know, there's a couple of barbell things that, that we aren't, but they're just good, solid, basic exercises. There's a lot of tumbling. Um, there's some martial arts in here. And then... I'll try to find it quickly, but there's, um, you know, food recommendations in here and they're spot on. It's vegetables, meats, maybe some dairy, you know, if you're skinny and, uh, you know, you want to be a big 1960s He-Man, which by our modern standards is not big. And I'm like, dang, why aren't there more guys that look like this? I like this book. Let's start giving this book as gifts. Yeah, let's set a new ideal. Now anyway, but it's a neat little book. You know, you can find it on amazon.com. I'll put a link to it down below. Um, you might just flip through and find some exercises that you've forgotten about. And you're like, oh, I used to do that. They used to work great. I love that. Why did I stop doing it? And there you go. Now, my other choice is very um, not what you'd expect. Like, I wish you could see the face that Chad's making right now because he's like, what are you, what? It's a little hardcover book and it's um, kind of pastel colored and it is by Marie Kondo. It is the life-changing magic of tidying up the Japanese art of decluttering and organizing. Now, it's 
kind of puzzling for me to have this for a few reasons. One, it has been getting a lot of mainstream press on a lot of stuff that I normally don't read. And I was reading a lot of the discussions of it I've been finding online. And uh, yes, all right, I'm talking about women's magazines, okay? <laughs> now, what all of these uh, outlets neglected is a really neat aspect of her book. Um, when you start kind of getting through the book, and it's a little bit repetitive, um, I, I imagine that's because it's been um, translated from Japanese, um, and there was probably a very beautiful lilt to it or a, a rhythm to it that is just not coming across in the English uh, for whatever reason. Um, I guess that's to be expected. But basically, it's to go through all of your things, and you know what, what a lot of the other outlets focused on was the phrase she uses, which is, spark joy and I got kind of hung up on that and made it sound not fun and cool well I'm here to fix that I think that uh, once you start going through your things and getting rid of things that you don't need or don't quite fit or don't really serve you best you know it, it's really uh, it's very helpful and then you've got room for life essentially and she, uh, when you get through the book, you realize that she's, um, she was a, a Shinto uh, shrine person, helper. I, there's a word for it, again, not really in English. And uh, it made sense because, you know, we, it's funny to talk about material things because a lot of times we're always at the, oh, material things don't matter, they don't matter, they don't matter. Well, you know, in a way they do because they're in your face. Constantly. All the time and they're part of your environment. They're messing with your head either for good or for ill. And this book is kind of like taking control over your environment to make it best serve you. And that's what I liked about it. It also kind of, this is weird, but it will give you permission to get rid of things. Because um, I think a lot of people hang on to stuff that they don't need and that's not serving them, either for you know kind of misplaced sentimental reasons and that can become burdensome. So while I don't, I don't even have a whole lot of stuff anymore, but I always find stuff to get rid of or to pass on. And you know, it's always, it's easier to donate things I find. And then sometimes there's stuff you just, it's good for your soul to just throw it out. And she even goes so far, and I think this comes from her background a little bit, as to thank the object for its service and goodbye. and. You know, for some things in your life, that really is necessary. At least it was for me. Yeah, so. I might actually have to read that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, are we done with that yet? Yes. Yeah. But it's it's really funny to see kind of your expressions change because it began with, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like, oh. And uh, I don't know. It's an interesting little book. I've enjoyed reading it. Totally different from all the stuff I usually read. And, um, but I think there's a lot to be learned from it. And, uh, you know, just keep an open mind as usual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm adding it to my Amazon wish list. Yes, yes. How many miles long is that? Oh, that's pretty sad. Yeah. <laughs> we hope you're also building an Amazon wish list out there. Yes, definitely. Because, I mean, I mean, I don't think people, like I guess, I, reading wise, it's funny that you know, we're having this because. As a youth, I don't think I read that much, and oh, wow. now I'm like freaking like addicted to it. Like it's 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 an addiction. It's, I mean, I guess I could have worse addictions. Yes. Um, but I mean, I remember like being in school. If like, I had to read something, it just 
piss me off. Oh my god! I mean, like, I think I actually read. I think I did a book report on like Bill and Ted's excellent. Like, I actually bought the book, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Like, like, I didn't know there was a book. Well, I think I think I did it was the fact that I can maybe watch the movie and just BS it. But uh, yeah, as a kid, I really didn't read. Uh, I don't know if it was more because I was forced. Like it's one of those yeah. things like you have to do it. So I was like, well, gotcha. screw you. Uh, like I'm a rebel. I'm a rebel. Um, but I mean, it, it's weird because like it didn't even actually happen until maybe maybe college or even a little bit after college when I huh. moved out to California and it just bam it hit and then from then on it was like what can I get my hands on? Like it does. It can be even in, like a magazine that I don't even have. And I'm like, oh, okay. what, what's something in here? But like, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's a my Amazon addiction. Um, so Amazon, I said it a couple of times, if you want to send me a yeah. gift card, happy, be happy. But right. uh, Maybe we'll put your wish list out there. People can like, yeah, start so, sending yes, you books. Yes, feel free. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like you're talking about the podcast aspect, mm-hmm. like listening to that podcast last night, and they, all the books they mentioned, I'm like, oh, boom, automatically yeah. go wish list, wish list, wish list. But like, I have so many books that it's, it's quite, quite ridiculous. Yeah. Some I, I mean, I bought and I haven't even read. Maybe because it's not right at that point, I'm not ready to read it, or it's not that mm-hmm. time, but... All the times you'll see those like business insiders, like oh, yeah. these geniuses, the top five books that read this. I'm always, oh, let me put it on there, let me right. put it on there, let me put it on there. But the importance of it, like yeah. the fact of how it can impact your life. And they always say like the most successful people out there read. So if you're out there and you're not reading, <laughs> take a look. It's in a book, right. Reading Rainbow, oh, which is God. actually coming back on. <laughs> yes. Is it? It's, yeah, they're rebooting oh, it. I think I, I think I heard somewhere that they are actually... So LeVar Burton now has work again, which is good, because I miss that guy. I, I still love that show. It's pretty... It's a good show. It's, I mean, and a catchy jingle. Wait, you liked that show as a kid, but you didn't like reading. Yeah, it's pretty It's, it's pretty ironic. I mean, it's maybe because they read to me. Oh, uh, okay, But okay. I did. I liked the show, but it just the aspect of actually reading... So if you'd had Audible back then, maybe... It, yeah, but now, and the funny thing is now... I'm, I just I need the book, even like ebook wise. Like, not a big fan. I, like no. I need the actual yeah. object in front of me. But uh, that that show, I mean, it is kind of funny actually. Now that I think about it, but that is funny. even if there was a test that had like a long reading aspect on it, wow. I would breathe. Like sometimes, I would just like let me see the answers. Let me see if I can figure out the uh, answers without even reading it. But uh, but now, now now. That is interesting. Yeah huh. yeah. So um. Now, do you remember in college, was there a pivotal book that things changed, or was it maybe an environmental thing? Or? I think it may have just been an environmental thing, or um, I think actually one of the books that really, in, in Search of Captain Zero, was given to me, and it's about basically a writer who goes, he's a surfer, and he, he just takes a while, takes off, like basically screw huh. life, and kind of goes and just experiences thing that and the book I also brought, Count of Monte Cristo, too, like I think oh, nice. that was one of the books that I read, and I was like... Yes, um, but it, too, I think it was the people like some of the eventually the people I got around. Yeah, we'd start like books discussions would come about, and I was like, well, let's start. And then one happened, and boom! As after that, I was like, uh, just just turned into a an addiction. Gotcha. Well, I I've always been a huge reader. I I think um, probably blame my parents for that. Um, in a good way this time. No. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, Dad would always read to me when I was really little. Mom would read to me, um, and just books were always around. They were always very accessible, and um, so I was always into that. I loved to learn how to do stuff from books, and that's something I've carried into adulthood. Um, I'm trying to think of all the just very weird and different things that I've 
oh, well, I picked up a library book and I figured out how to do it from it. Um, like I, I've taught myself new content management systems. I started using Drupal about six years ago um, from an O'Reilly book, of course. Um, if you're in tech, you know that name. If you're not, you're like, what? Um, you know, so I taught myself how to do that. I went through all the tutorials and then branched out and found user groups, um, resources online, and then eventually realized, hey, I kind of know what I'm doing with this. I mean, I have a computer science background, but it's a whole new CMS. Um, I've also ta uh, taught myself how to use a wood lathe um, using library books, and that was something from my old business. But yeah, just, you know, how to make sauerkraut, how to make this or that, how to cook. Um, I love old cookbooks, the older and the weirder, the better. Um, one of the books that's on my to read stack, which um, I don't know if you do this or not, Chad, but I'll have all the books I haven't read, read yet in a special stack and I will change their priority depending on what's going on, who I'm talking to, you know, is there a discussion coming up? or what's relevant, but uh, one of the books on that stack is super interesting. Um, I'm trying to remember, uh, gosh, her name is Kay. I'll, I'll add it in below, her first name is Kay, but she uh, wrote a bunch of really cool books, uh, cookbooks around the 70s and the 80s, and they had a real, I don't know, she had this understanding of like Eastern European food that I had never really seen outside of actually traveling over in uh, you know some areas of Germany and whatnot and Prague and, and the Czech Republic and I, I realized gosh you know this book from the library that I checked out for fun had well this tastes this tastes right oh my gosh and uh, one night it was like you know 2 a.m. and I'm on Google uh, I was like what what the heck is this lady's story well, turns out the reason she has such an understanding of this food back in the day she and her husband were CIA agents and they were over there and here she's got this autobiography of basically being a cook and liking home-cooked foods and also being a CIA agent and kind of how the two of those came together and uh, it's, I can't wait to read that. Oh my gosh. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I was like, wow, this is like grandma food from over there. This is like so, uh, I, you know, I don't really know enough to say this is authentic, but it sure seems that way. Well, it was. Where's her, where's her cooking show? I'd watch that. Right, like, right. Cook a great dinner, but also kill you at the same time. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I can't wait to read that. That's just fascinating. Oh, so. Yeah, because I, mean, I remember early, actually this weekend you were posting like a, a picture of a recipe or something of, and it always happens when you're hungry as hell that yep. somebody posts a picture of a food and you're like, son of a... <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's collared wraps. Um, I'm super into those right now. Um, if you can find organic flat collared leaves, um, I've got a, some instructions on how to do it, but basically you trim down the stem. If, if you were in woodworking, you'd um, plane the stem, uh, if that makes sense to anybody out there, I use a paring knife for it, not a planer. Um, and then you basically make a little, it's like a tortilla out of a leaf. You can wrap up whatever you want in there. And uh, this past weekend I had some, it's amazing that I had leftover lamb chunks, but I had some, right now at Whole Foods they have Icelandic lamb and it is amazing and you should get some while you can. 
Um, but this was like just Cajun spiced, pan fried, and I put it in there with little bits of tomato and avocado, and then I made a tahini sauce and put that in there. And so it was kind of this multi-fusion whatever and drove everybody nuts with it, put it on Instagram. Ha ha. <laughs> now I'm hungry again. But uh, yep. but yeah, I mean, the, uh, but the, did you have a reading stack you were saying? Yeah. yeah I have, I have the, to, the to read stack. It never goes away, you know, it, it, it gets shorter, it gets longer. It's like, how many are in your stack? I mean, mine's more of a pile. Because, uh, oh. I mean, I have, the thing is... You like, do need this. I probably do need this, the tidying up thing. But, uh, I mean, it, it just depends. Like, I have some books that I've started, and I've read, like, majority of it, and somehow, at that point, I'm like, okay, something else came into play, and I start reading that book. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I've had, I mean, just stacks and stacks and piles, but, I mean... It, it ranges from all different things, like a lot of, you know, biographies I've got going on, but, uh, but I mean, I think it all depends. Like right now I'm into these, you know, business books and this books and that right. books. And I'm, it's almost like, okay, now I need to maybe throw in a natural, maybe fiction, something yeah. that I creative in there. Cause sometimes you get, you get stuck in one, one aspect and, but I mean, I don't know, like it's, it's funny. Like, I don't think, I think reading is almost becoming like a lost art because yeah. People nowadays, even they either don't have time or it's like, oh, screw it, I'll just, you know, whatever. I mean, but it really has an impact on your life if you mm-hmm. just start. I mean, how many, you said how many things you just learn how to do just via a book. Just a book. Just a, I mean, just a book. Um, but, and plus, like I was saying, you can have whatever you're going on, anything's going on in your life, you pick it up, you can always pick out little gems that maybe it'll help, if it's a good book. Sometimes, Right. Now I've read a book. And I'm like, eh, I, just, I just finished it because I, I like to finish things. But uh, right. but I was like, oh, I'm probably never gonna read that book again. Right. Um, well, then Marie Kondo would say for you to thank it for its service yes. and wish it well upon its yes. way. Yes. And actually, I've been doing some tidying up and getting rid of stuff myself. We actually were having a conversation about jeans because um, huh. we were talking about a lot of my pants and stuff don't fit anymore. Right. But finding jeans. I, I think if you're out there, people, if you're designers. Please, with the slim fit crap. Uh, I mean, it's okay, you know, make it all you want, but people, you know, men or you know, even women for that matter, if you have any size to your legs, it makes it damn near impossible to find jeans. And if, if, you, if you find one, they have like one color. But uh, I, mean, I should have probably kept a hold of some of those jeans before I get rid of them all because now I only have like a couple pair because, uh, yeah, I had an issue at the store. I'm not going to say the name of the store where I kind of got stuck in a pair for about three minutes. Oh, no. I almost needed to be rescued from it. But uh, yes, if you're out there designing, you know, jeans or pants, right? Give a little extra room in the in the, in the quad area and even the calf area for that matter. Well, I was gonna say I was trying to remember where I was. I went to. I was like, well, they say they have a little bit of stretch in them. I couldn't get them over my calves. Okay, I'm not some kind of freak over here, people. I'm technically petite. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty sad when it's tight on like I had the same tight on the calves. It's like, what if I was in a wear? If I wanted to wear, you know, tights, I would buy tights. Right, right, right. But right. I mean, not even that functionality. It's like, right, I can't. Bend I can't. My knees. I can't bend. <laughs> yeah. Like if I were to actually try to bend, right. it wouldn't be. Yeah. It wouldn't be fun. No. It wouldn't no. be. It wouldn't be pretty. But I walk in. Oh, have you checked our slim fit? Like, look at me. I mean, if you're right. also if you work at a store. Yes. Look yes. at the person and, and <laughs> ask yourself. Does that person look like slim and fit, right, right. or anywhere in his vocabulary, or would like to wear something like that? Right. I don't know if it's a new thing. If they get, you know, if they get some commission off of the amount of slim fit 
pants they can throw in there, but I, I mean, it's, 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 it's like everything is it's like pubescent, 13 year old pubescent boys. Yeah. Like that's the gene we're making these yeah, days. It's but, not a um, good thing. but yeah, like I had my own little tidying up my closet. Good for you. Recently, yeah. And actually, I realized I have a lot of t shirts that. You know, you have those like promo T-shirts you have oh, yeah, from like yeah. college, and like, why right. the hell do I still? Yeah, like how old are those? <laughs> yeah, why do I have these? And now, if you've got a lucky T-shirt, though, you know that's different. Yeah, well, that's the one that you have that's like all discolored and right. ripped and holy. But uh, yeah. you know, you reminded me of something. Um, that was another funny, kind of weird little thing in the um, in the life-changing magic of tidying up book that again no one had really been talking about online um where you go through your closet and you're like oh i'll save this for lounging around the house and she actually advises against that and it's pretty neat i followed that advice and it has helped me it's like oh well hey you know if you're around the house chances are you have some purpose purchased items for that that you can wear and then aren't going to be like Oh, you know, and just wearing crummy stuff around the house, even if no one sees you, you probably feel a little bit crummier because of it. I know I do, and chances are that's when, you know, the UPS guy is going to arrive anyway. And, you know, just go ahead and get rid of it. Or it's I mean, all even good. People have their fat genes or whatever they're talking about. Like, it's like, oh, oh no. like you, ha- you keep that gene. It's almost like you're yeah. self destructing, you know, yeah. self destructing. Like, I'm going to get, I'm going to gain that weight back. It's like, get rid of it. Like, yeah. come on. Burn, burn the bridges, burn, burn the boats, burn. onwards. <laughs> Yet again, we've gotten to strange yeah. topics. Yes, yeah, I mean, yeah. but... Oh, the other thing about reading, um, I, I think I'm doing right now as much, if not more, reading and writing as I was doing in college. And some of that has to do with, you know, kind of what I do in terms of a job. And I consider um, reading as important as the writing aspect, especially if I'm editing. I'm very careful with what types of writing that I will allow inside my head. You know, I want the default, quote, sounds right that's in my head to be the best possible. And so I do kind of a a reset in my head. Um, Every night before I go to sleep, I read at least just a couple pages of an incredible writer uh, right now, for that purpose, I'm reading um, Bill Bryson's A Brief History of Almost, or is it A Brief History of Nearly Everything? And it's a fascinating book, and Bryson is an incredible writer. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of his. I've read, I'm running out of Bryson books, so he needs to write some <laughs> more. He starts out with, right now, I'm reading about um, the discovery of different subatomic particles. Um, before he talks about um, you know Sir Isaac Newton and Einstein and all these different people that you you already know about but you might not know some of their peculiarities Isaac Newton a friend of mine up north is uh, studying calculus right now she's back in school and uh, you know, Sir Isaac Newton is mostly credited or actually I think totally credited with coming up with calculus and uh, she was not having fun with the homework one night and I you know, thanks to this great book by Bill Price, and I was able to tell her, I'm like, well, around the same time that uh, Sir Isaac Newton was working on, you know, calculus, which he kept to himself for something like 17, 20 years, something like that, before sharing it, um, he was also doing some other experiments. Like he took a knitting needle and he stuck it into his eye socket to see what would happen. 
And uh, tales of that uh, eccentricity actually kind of helped her get on with her homework. Said, Just don't do that and you're fine. Okay, don't stick a needle yeah, don't, in your yeah, eye. Don't stick things into your eyes, people. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, man. I think, too, with the, the reading aspect is even with people's language these days, like, I think reading would help a lot because you just listen to some people talk and you're like, oh man. Yeah, yeah. Everything's like OMG'd and JK'd and so, <laughs> and I'm, that's actually if people need to know, I'm, I, I can't stand. I'm one of those people, like if there's an OMG or LOL, it freaks me out. Like, oh no. I will actually like. Wait, how I'll, old are you, Chad? I'm 34, but I don't, I was like, like are you, are you LOLing? Are you laughing at lot or are you lying? Like it's. It's, I, I used to ha-ha if it's funny, but if I see, I, I don't know what it is, it's like right? gray hairs pop out. Oh, no. And, I mean, I try to tell people that, like, just, if, if you're going to text to me, just, and I have friends that will actually do it just to piss me off. But, uh, I was going to say. But, I mean, like, oh, I don't know what, I don't know what it is, but it's like, are you just, are you that busy that you have to, I mean, right? you have to oh, OMG um, it or JK or, mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think that's another reason I enjoy reading because right. it's like there's never gonna find that in a book. Well, it's long form. Yeah, it's long form. The yeah. words are actually written out. Right. Well, then also you know probably several different people have you know gone over this before it was published. It's a polished, finished, edited, written, proofread thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've actually seen some books though, like that I don't know what the editor was doing, but complete misses and mis miscaps i mean like i'm like oh man how did this get, get through the editing door like right i mean this is and it, it, usually the funny thing it was an actual like book like with the muscles and stuff like that like so it was an actual like picture of how to release a muscle and the picture itself was not the muscle they were like really so i'm like hopefully somebody's smart enough to not be like oh this is what i'm doing for this muscle but it was and i was like how and it's, wow. a, it's a book out there that a lot of people you know, reference oh, as well. So I was like, That's scary. Yeah, and I was like, oh, come on, editor. Like, where, where, <laughs> where were you on this one? Like, it, uh, it's funny when stuff like that it slips through. Like, it's not too often that you see that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's oof. That's like, tough. I'm bad about like sometimes if I'm t shooting a text or something, and I oh, oh crap, I didn't proofread, and then I see it, and I'm like, oh, I gotta go back and yeah. And now, like with Facebook, they have the edited edited option, but they make sure that you know that it was edited. Like, I've come to realize that, oh. too. It's like, oh, thank you for pointing out that I yes. didn't spell at that time. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just an OCD thing. But That's Or I've had friends that would call me out, the uh -huh. grammar police, on a constant basis. So oh, geez. now it's become... Yeah. So, I mean, it's a good thing, though. It's a good thing. It is. I, I, like, I prefer to be called out in private, though. Um, I had this one friend, and it, it was a total just random thing, but... Uh, Hey, you misspelled this on line three of paragraph four of your blog post. I'm like, God, just send me an IM. Oh, um, why'd you have to put that on Twitter, buddy? <laughs> I thought we were friends. I want to make sure that you know. <laughs> right, right. I got it. And that I never got happens it. again. But yeah, I've been called out. Like, oh. well, why don't you proofread your text? I'm like, I was, it was you. But, but no. Uh, oh, no. They, they will get me. And now, now stickler on the same thing but oh yeah so if you're texting me or calling me whatever no omgs <laughs> no lls yeah you're gonna get a you're gonna get a facebook message from use me your words now i did see an article um that zuckerberg uh was saying that the haha -ha is coming back yes and actually 
I've always been a haha, so I'm actually, I was like, good. Like, I feel like I'm ahead that of the game. That was your time. It's my time. It's uh, Goonies. And actually, there's an episode, like, Mike and Mike in the Morning. I love, it's on ESPN, too. Like, I love oh, okay. listening to him. And they had this conversation. And I was like, yes, because, like, Mike Golick was like, yes, I've always been a haha. Uh, I'm like, yes, me, me too, Mike. Right. Me too. Like, I'm never, oh. the LOL has never been, and if, if I, I have used it once, and it was because I actually did laugh out loud and I oh, okay. but then I actually used to you know I wrote out laugh out loud afterwards just to let them know but uh yes I've always been a ha ha and I'm glad that's coming back and that and these emojis I guess that's a, you know oh, gosh. I mean I, I don't know maybe I'm dating myself but yep. <laughs> you will never see me use an emoji and if Aww. you do see it right somebody come and get me because I'm probably being held hostage somewhere but I saw like a commercial now that you can order pizza while you're doing the, the emoji, like, or whatever. I'm like, what could possibly go wrong? I was like, well, it's hard <laughs> enough to get a good, you know, the, the, the right product delivered to your house to begin with, and now you're using just pictures. Right. I don't know. Well, like, I'll tell you this, though. I, I put this on my blog. Um, I don't eat a lot of grains. Actually, I, I'm trying to remember last time I had some grains, and I'm coming up a blank. And you mentioned pizza. I had found this really funky totally weird um very it's if you don't like eggs you're not gonna like this but it's a, a pizza crust that uses no grains and all it is is two eggs and i want to say a tablespoon of psyllium husk powder and salt pepper and whatever else and you sort of make a little pancake with it and it's great i've eaten like a bazillion of these and uh, it was from a keto website which I don't do keto. I, I eat fruits and, and you know some starchy vegetables. So I do tend to on the lower carb side of things just almost by accident at this point. But it's a great little recipe. And if you're really wanting some pizza, chances are it's the toppings you're thinking more about. The yeah. pepperoni. And I know Chad's hungry, so I'm going to be really mean right now. <laughs> like that Applegate organic pepperoni. It's like big flat things and you can put some fresh mozzarella over there and some basil and, you know so if you miss that aspect of pizza you can still have that with um you know doing this funky little pizza crust or or i'll just take everything that i like on a pizza and i'll throw it on top of like some mixed greens and that is great too so oh, yes now i want pizza yeah, sorry. <laughs> so mean. If you must have a pizza, though, I do recommend Prato's uh, Widowmaker. It's got an egg on it, and it is awesome. Something that I alluded to earlier with our guest. Um, we are trying to come up with a new name, and we're going in a neat direction so far. But unfortunately, it seems the path is pretty paved in yes. that direction. But maybe you can help us. Um, I'm not saying there's a prize. I'm not saying there's not a prize. I'm saying we need to have another meeting. Yeah. Um, but kind of looking at, you know, I guess what we'd like this podcast to be about. And um, I guess, you know, Chad came up with some great ideas. Um, again, like thinking about a playground, um, thinking about that as applied to life and yes. whatnot. And I guess kind of what direction do you see the podcast going and who might you think would be interested in listening to the type of podcast that you and I have been brainstorming? I mean, I'm, I'm more wanting to just get out because like, I, I like a whole bunch of different topics. Right. Um, so I think it's, I'm, I'm more wanting to get it out to the, you know, the everyday person because a lot of times most podcasts are geared towards a, like a specific 
you know, job or anything like that. Right. But like, I'm more like I'd like to get it out there where, it, like I said, it, it could go anywhere. Uh, the topics can vary, um, but it want, I want to give you some pearls that you know can help with, uh, you know, with your you know health and fitness, obviously, because we're right. in that field. But also, I like to gear it up towards like you know maybe helping with your debt or anything like that. It's just kind of like I like Tim Ferriss's style where it's you know it can it's very eclectic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want you to come out with like some little pearls that you maybe got to you know help with your own life or, um, or apply to your own life or or just hey I laughed because something stupid was said because, I mean, in the long run like I want it to be entertaining but also you know get some get some stuff out of it. Um, but is there one one type of person? I wouldn't say this audience alone. I just want you know the audience that, you know, wants to learn a little bit of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and maybe laugh a little bit here and there uh, from it, but I wanted to, you know, to grow into something that you know, people can say, yeah, like, I'm looking forward to your next podcast. It's coming, right. like, when's it coming out? I've had a few friends that have listened, like, hey, when's the next one coming out? Right. And I was like, well, I'm, you know, we're recording today, and, like, I mean, I obviously have fun doing this kind of stuff, right. and I want that to be expressed out, you know, because I think people mm-hmm. tend to, stress, stress can be a crazy thing, and if, you know, if there's something you can listen to, or read for that matter, right. that, you know, brighten your day, that's kind of what I'm looking to do. Cool. Yeah, and it's like, you know, not to keep going back to Tim Ferriss, but it's like, yes, he does cover all of these vast topics. His unifying whole is that he's talking to the top performers in these areas. Yeah. And while we might not have access to all the top performers... Yet. Yet. Um, both of us have some pretty vast networks um, that are not all that overlapping. No. So kind of hoping to bring you know, the knowledge of, of some of our friends and our peers across a variety of, of um, fields. Yeah. And I think it's overall just like as we work on our own individual lives and as people listening are hopefully doing the same, kind of following along, us all learning together and bringing in some of these experts, just kind of, uh, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. I mean, I think it, in the long run, it's always going to be something about human Right. Growth, like I mean, because that's what we all strive to is every day, mm-hmm. either bettering ourselves. Uh, and if you can, you know, like with Chris Flow, like I know he does a lot of like float floativation, so you know, oh, he's cool. inspiring people to do stuff. And right. he's constantly, you know, like a lot of people say, you got to better yourself. You always got to look right. to you know be the better you every day. So mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'd like to be able to have it towards that type of aspect where mm-hmm. you know, you know, helping people grow. Um, and via, you know, because everybody's got crap going on in their lives, so like any topic can be open to discussion. But like you know, with the Tim Ferriss aspect, you know, like he's got the tops in their field, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll get there soon, Tim. Coming after <laughs> you, buddy. But um, yeah, but look yeah. behind you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that, I mean, that's kind of something like I I, I strive for, and yeah, I I I like a whole bunch of different things, and mm-hmm. I've had a whole crap ton of different jobs, and all kinds of different fields, and right. I think you know people are always told that they have to you know pick something and this mm-hmm. is going to be and I've always been screw that like mm-hmm. I want to find it and do a way where I know I can be open and experience a whole bunch of different things and that's kind of how I would like the show to go to be like when it could be ranging from cooking to you know financial stuff but right. don't give me a if you give me a, 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 a something if you put me in and say you can only talk about this right I'll freak out and uh we don't want that we don't want that no no, no this room is way too small for that <laughs> yeah. i'm out of here <laughs> so it's just like oh it's the same thing if i was forced to do it in school i wasn't going to do it and right like, i don't want to i don't want to put a 
a title on it. And that's when, you know, right. I was actually asking people, friends, like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think yeah. about this name? Give me some ideas. So right. if you guys want to throw some ideas our way, like, I'm completely open for it. Right. A few stipulations. Um, I am terrible at naming things in the past. Uh, since 1999, I've been known to um, start companies with names that are difficult to spell or difficult to say. Um, there's a whole string of little uh, LLCs and and small corporations that unfortunately probably were held back because of this tendency. I don't want to do that now, um, especially in this audio medium. So we want to come up with a name that, you know, hopefully is just one or two words. Um, hopefully there's a relevant donate domain name we can find. And also that really communicates kind of what we're trying to do here. So, you know, game on. Yeah, game on. <laughs> That's not a name, but. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, my goal is for us to have these out live um, every other Thursday. And uh, so we had one out uh well, it'll be two weeks ago this coming Thursday, so I'm hoping to have this on Thursdays, and hopefully Thursdays are good for people. Judging from my server load, uh, Thursdays were good for you guys. So. Yes. All right. Yeah, and also if you have any ideas of like topics that you're interested in, mm -hmm. I'd throw them out there because right. you know we want to reach you what you want. So. Exactly. So hopefully we'll be coming at you with a slightly newer name next time, <laughs> or soon thereafter. If not. Um, please visit uh, the sponsor because it's on my server, G-I-R-Y-A-G-I-R-L.com. Please click the links. Most of them are um, somewhat affiliate related, but when you do that, you support this podcast and my ability to keep hosting it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll see you. Right. Yeah. See yeah. you in a couple we'll, weeks. I'll put the date below. <laughs>